This is Nerd Podcast Radio, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio. We use the support of our patrons to bring you the best show we can. We also reward our patrons with bonus audio each week. If you would like to contact us, the best way to do that is our Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page, where we share nerdy stuff and talk to our listeners. You can also reach us at brian.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com, mike.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com, erica.nerdpodcastradio at, you guessed it, gmail.com. It's not at, you guessed it, it's Erica. Radio at gmail.com and anthony it's a joke anthony doesn't have an email address you can also reach us on twitter at super vegan brian at nerdcaster mike at cursey smurf erica and of course at nerdcast radio thanks for listening everyone enjoy the show welcome to Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio, your nerd home away from home. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio. This is Erica, the Cursey Smurf, here as your host today. And we have special Mikey. Hey, everybody. Super vegan Brian. In honor of Anthony, what's up, Buttercups? (laughs) And Senor Corbell joining us today. They won't let me leave. You got to get me out of here, please. (laughs) check the collar make sure it's tight enough (laughs) well today we have a fun topic we're going to discuss collectibles all the things we like to collect why and all of our opinions on the subject but first we're going to play everybody's favorite game brian what's nerdy with you and in what's nerdy with you we all share the nerdiest thing we did this week and at the end we all shuffle around myler's widgets and with a little twist this week we all get a negative widget what's oh a we're doing widget? that okay yes what's right. a negative widget you ask a negative widget is an optional widget that you have that you can fuck over one of your friends with i love it i love oh, it shit so <laughs> we're each going to have five widgets this morning that we can distribute any way we want. And if you like, at the end of voting, you can distribute your negative widget. That's the system. I love it. This system gets more complicated every time. <laughs> Back to there you, Erica. There are going to be <laughs> algorithms involved at some point. And you're going to have to have like a, like a specific notepad and whatnot. And forms <laughs> available. Well, we're right. trying to it's make time it to as distribute the widgets. Get your protractors. We're trying exactly. to make it as complicated as possible for Dylan, who has been writing us a "What's Nerdy with You" JavaScript pro- Java program. So, what's going to happen is he's going to listen to this episode and go, "Fuck you guys." <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just hover over all the stuff that he's already made and just sadly hit the delete button. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get this rolling because uh, I got somewhere to be. So, Matt, what was nerdy with you this week? Uh, so, um, what was nerdy with me? I recently had a birthday, and I don't. That's not the nerdy thing. Everybody has those, I think. Um, <laughs> but for said birthday, my stepdad got me a really cool little toy present thing um and it is a an effects pedal for my bass guitar and it's a vox stomp lab 1b it is really cool it's got um a whole bunch of different like preset genres uh pop and rock and jazz and funk and heavy metal and things like that and there's i think a hundred different effects on it 
and you have everything from just a little bit of distortion to full-on fuzz to flange to phasers. I can make my bass sound like it's in a in a Star Wars movie or something. Can Spoilers for a head. Uh, it does not have a wah setting. The the 2B, which would have been like 50 bucks more, does have a pedal. Uh, and that might be my next upgrade eventually, or just getting a separate wah pedal. But I think a wah on a bass might not be... I don't know how that would sound. Brian, but, you, you kind of ruined my joke, because I was going to go, do you have that thing that makes it go wah, 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 wah? <laughs> I, I, where is that from, Michael? I know I know I, that. I don't remember. It just popped into my head. I, it was on a show. It, I think it was The Simpsons. I, I know it was. Oh, it was, was it? Oh, my God. I, I think so. But, I, yeah, it just popped into my head, and I was like, I'm going to do it. And you were like, oh, do you have the thing, the pedal that makes it go? Does, can it make it go wah? I was like, ah, God and, damn it, Brian. And Michael repeats his entire joke entirely. Yep. It's yep. been a long time, <laughs> but he did it. <laughs> Yes, oh. that's the joke. But it's been a lot of fun to play around with, and I've been able to emulate a lot more sounds than I used to. Um, there's one setting specifically that I think that they made just to sound like Phil uh, Phil Lynott from Thin Lizzy. Uh, so it's been a lot of fun uh, playing around with that. So that was what was nerdy with me. I don't know who goes next, but whoever's up, yeah. Michael, what was nerdy with you this week? What is nerdy with me this week? Well, so Christmas is coming up. We're... Getting everything ready for Christmas. The trees are up. The the decorations are out. And me and my wife decided to do the 12 days of Christmas. And I'm getting my wife a lot of the things she likes. And day two comes up. And my wife looks at me and she says, I got you something. Apparently my wife, for my second day of Christmas, got me two Rat Queen trades. And I almost burst into tears. So I don't I, get it. You don't get it? My nerdy thing is I got is that my wife turned, my wife and I are turning our 12 days of Christmas into the 12 nerdy days of Christmas. Oh, okay. I get it now. I'm with you. <laughs> Which, okay. Did you get volume two and three? Yes. Cool. Oh yeah. Um, I like one page. I I finished page uh page two. I finished volume two that day, and I was just like, oh my god, I miss this so much. The latest um the latest um comic was a beard Dave one off. It was. Yep. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to read that. Yep. I love beard Dave. Oh, he's so cool. Everybody celebrate the nerdy thing that only Michael and I on the podcast are into, and everybody scratches their head. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I have no idea what's going on right now. Rat Queens is a a fantasy comic that's written in the style of characters in a D&D game. It's really fun. Oh, hey, you guys talked about this before. Yeah, there are a bunch of girls that say fuck a lot. Yeah, I think Brian described it one time as it's like uh, if a bunch of dudes got together and played female characters. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. I say fuck a lot. Yeah, you you would fit in very well in that universe. Hmm. You you'd be friends with these chicks. You would oh. be you would be a villain. Oh, hardcore. And then you'd end up drinking and partying with them in the in the comic because that's kind of how it works. Oh, that's exactly okay. how it works. Oh. <laughs> All right. Who's next? Me. So I guess I will go, Erica. What's nerdy with you oh, this week? Erica, what's nerdy with you this week? Yeah, <laughs> Erica, what's nerdy with you? Yeah, Erica, Tell what's us. nerdy with you Why this week? Why aren't you telling us? Tell us now. Yeah. Erica, what's nerdy <laughs> with you this week? Still not telling us. So I have been super stoked for uh, Star Wars, which I'm going to see right after this, um, for like weeks. And I, I don't think I realized how big of a Star Wars nerd I was until I got in an argument with Matt this week about it. 
Yeah, but... it wasn't an argument. It it was there was no arguing. It was just me being a little shit. Okay, well, Matt being a little shit about it. <laughs> he admits it. It so, was super funny though. It was. It was good. It was good. Um. And anyways, so I watched all the Star Wars movies this week, and I watched uh, The Force Awakens three times this week just so that I was prepared for the movie. Like, I'm that excited. I'm, I'm fangirling about it so hard. That was my nerdy thing for this week. <laughs> That's pretty great. Brian, what was your nerdy thing this week? Well, this isn't my nerdy thing, but I saw it already. Suck it, everybody. Yeah, I know. Fuck you. Uh, oh, yeah. Fuck you, pal. I don't get to see it till uh, next Thursday. I don't have children. Do, 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 do. <laughs> it doesn't help that you actually, the you sent me the link of the sweater you wore to the movie. And I'm like, God, that's a fucking cool sweater. I know, right? It's a great sweater. But the Will Wheaton thing I told you guys about, that was awesome. Yeah, I saw, I follow him on Twitter. I saw that. Yeah, that's where, he, that's where I saw it too. I was like, holy shit, he just got cooler. Um, so my nerdy thing this week has been going on for a few weeks now. I've been on Twitter having a conversation with a character from Supernatural. Um, what? So there is a character named Jack in the current season of Supernatural who's, who is Lucifer's son. And he does a lot of stuff with like um, he's sort of innocent and he's kind of naive in the way Castiel used to be. And he is sort of a world hopping character. Well, somebody has been posting on Twitter as him and doing a really good job of staying in character and matching his voice on the show. Is that what that's all about? Because I was like, who the fuck is this guy? You were really doing a good job of playing along. Oh, I wasn't playing along. I was like, whatevs. I was like, I don't know who yeah. you are, but we can go with this. That's fine. I guess yeah. that is playing, isn't it? I, I yeah. didn't know he was. You... I had no idea he was a character. I thought it was just a person. Yeah, it's it's a character on the show. And. Um, the Twitter handle is at um, Jack Loves Nugget. And it's just somebody who's been doing a really good job of being in character. And I've been I've been just going back and forth with this person and just really like playing along with the act and just going, well, ask Sam and Dean this and ask Sam and Dean that and go ahead. And, and, and by the way, you're on a television show in this universe and seeing how he reacts. And it's been so much fun. I've been nerding out. That's hilarious. That's, that's I want to know I who like this that. person is. I mean, we never will know, but that I, that's hilarious. I, I kind of wonder if it's someone I know because it might be someone in the Supernatural fan club group. I and I, I really have no idea. I, I just all of a sudden it popped up on my Twitter because um, Jack found us. Jack was asking if Nerd Podcast Radio was like Angel Radio because he doesn't like Angel Radio because it gives him a headache. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, oh I was my. following the conversation. I just, I thought you just knew this dude. No, no, no. I'm, I, I, I interact with strangers on the internet. Oh, I don't generally do that. Yes, I do. So that's my thing. And it is time for voting, Erica. All right, everybody, get your widgets ready. I'll start off. Um, I'm gonna go with. Hmm. I'm gonna have to give Matt three of my widgets because that pedal thing is, is really cool. I have to say, and I've always wanted to hear you play bass, but like I, you've just never like, no, yeah. no one is allowed to have any insight into any of the creative things that I do. Yeah, I know exactly that thing. I just, so, I just see uh, you walking up to him and be like, can I watch you play bass? And he's like, 
Yeah, but it's kind of like at my garage, and I gotta get it all unpacked. It's just, it's a thing. No, no. The worst part about it is, is, is I live in the in a, an apartment, and it's on the third story. So it's you have to walk up three flights. You gotta of stairs. walk up three flights of stairs to hear it. Do you really need to hear it? No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't need to hear it. I'm not like, ooh, you're playing a a bass guitar. I'm so excited. No, I just am interested in my friend's create creative process, and he's like, nope. And I'm like, um, he's protecting his process. He doesn't want you to play. Apparently, I don't know. I'm trying to be all supportive and shit. Uh, and then I, (laughs) 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 then I am going to give, uh, one of my widgets to Mike. I think that's awesome that, uh, you guys are doing like that 12 days of Christmas thing. I really hate getting gifts. So, so I wouldn't be down with that kind of process but i think it's really sweet that you guys are yeah. doing it. i think well, that's- the, the big reason why i agreed to do it is because every year i kind of have trouble really trying to think of gifts for my wife as much as i love her i just have i always have a hard time thinking of what to get her so this 12 days of christmas has really helped me like get out of like my headspace and really actually find things that i know she'll like and want and i thought it was really cute because we decided to have the 12th day be christmas day that's so, and instead of having it be epiphany. Yes. And then I am going to give my last widget to Brian because I think it's awesome that you're arguing with some random person on the internet. Not even like arguing, like just like, I guess it'd be less cool if you're arguing. You're having like this character creation over the internet. And, and I think that's pretty cool because I had no fucking idea that it was just a character from a show. I just thought it was some weird guy. And I was like, okay. And went with it. So we got what Matt, you, Michael, Matt? and Brian next. Who's next, Erica? Matt. Matt All Davis right. already. What? <laughs> Did Matt, Matt do his wins already? Did give away no, his no. already? We, no, we jumped in yet. order a little bit. So Matt, yeah. you're up. Yeah, okay. I, I was I was ignored. Um, no. Um, so I will. I think I'll give uh, two widgets to Brian because. As Erica said, it's always nice to see somebody not arguing with a stranger on the internet because I thought that was what the internet was created for. <laughs> <laughs> or at least that's what you see in everyday interactions in Twitter. That and people freaking out about how the world is coming to an end. But that's another show. Um, I will also give two of my widgets to Mike because I just like the idea of uh, just a comic series about dudes playing female D&D characters uh, because I have um, many friends who refuse to create anything but female characters in games I play them with and I um, can see how that would be funny and also a little bit like but I'd be curious to see how it um, how it works out in those plus the idea of you know the 12 days of Christmas and the whole lovey-dovey thing is pretty cool too and Erica you will get my last widget uh, just because I know how much you enjoy Star Wars, and it's kind of an apology for me um, making fun of it a lot this last couple of weeks. Thanks. Thanks. Appreciate that. I guess that's you, Mike. Where are you going to give your widgets to? I'm going to give three to you, Erica, because Star Wars is a very beautiful passion within my heart. I love it so much. So you're getting three. Yay. And, and then because I'm not a monster and, gonna, and give them to myself, I'm going to give Brian and Matt each one. Because I, I do like both of their things. Especially, you know, when it comes to getting instru- uh, instrument components. Because uh, you, you said you, it was a pedal, right? Yeah, it's a. Um, it doesn't actually have a pedal. It's just a bunch of knobs and buttons, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, 
That's I actually kind of figured when you said that all the settings and had I was like, oh, it's got to be a whole board. Pretty it's really much. not. It's not that big, which is surprising for the amount of effects oh, wow. it has on it. It's only. Um, it's like it's smaller than a, than the regular size paperback book, which I was kind of surprised at. Oh wow, that is surprising. So. Yeah, so that, that's how I'm going to give up my widgets. Brian, how do you do your widgets? I am going to give um, one to Michael, one to Erica, one to me, and I'm going to give two to Matt. Woo! Now, here's the real question. Who's been keeping track? Because I haven't. Um, Brian. Everyone has five. Yay! Uh-oh. Well, now, see, here's a... Yeah, now we have negative uh, widgets. Uh, ha, ha, ha. My negative widget? Can I give up my negative widget now? <clears throat> Who are you going to fuck over, Mike? Hmm. That's a good question. I don't know Matt. I don't, uh, just it's meeting 100% Matt. optional. You well, don't have to be an asshole. Let you me reason. Be, let me reason here. I don't want to be an asshole. I just met Matt. I don't like fucking over people I just met. I, I got to get to know him first. I Erica's appreciate was, it. Erica's nice was, was like Star Wars. It it's was really Michael. beautiful. It was great. <laughs> I mean, oh, Star Wars is like just amazing. Plus, she's a good mom. Aww. Brian, negative widget. Okay. Can you say you're surprised? Well, Michael is officially a terrible person this morning. I'm not giving out any to anyone. Erica, <laughs> Erica and Matt, I don't think are either. I I am not. No, I don't know if Matt is. I had to be I the am. monster today. It's okay. Oh, I, oh, I'm really tempted just to be really trolly and just retract the widget that I gave to Erica for an apology just to be funny. But I... <laughs> <laughs> But I'm not going to do that because I, I, I like to think I hold myself to a higher standard. Yeah, yeah. that's nice. So it is a tie between Matt, Michael, and Erica. And I lose. I lose everything. All of my widgets are oh, gone. Oh, no. All the widgets. For just <laughs> the day, you, can, you too can help people like this young man named Brian get his widgets. <laughs> now we got to oh, make a God. movie how Brian got his widgets back. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's 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 like how Stella got her groove back, but instead of meeting some handsome black guy, I'm meeting like Jack Black, <laughs> <laughs> or or not not even that high, just the person whoever who the real person on whoever's doing that thing on Twitter. <laughs> uh, well, everybody, we have officially practice. finished before twenty minute mark. We have it. finished. What's nerdy with you before the twenty oh. minute mark, Erica? What are we talking about this morning? This morning, we are talking about collectibles. We are talking about all the things that we love to collect, why we wanted to collect them, and, you know, what drives that passion behind it. And there are so many things that are considered collectibles. Um, You have things that are like Pokemon and Magic cards, uh, your Hearthstone digital cards, you know, people collect Funkos, uh, I collect vinyl, so many things. And everybody has a thing that they like to collect. So why don't we start with Matt? Matt, what is something that you like to collect and why do you collect it? Well, it's funny that you said a lot of the things that I collect in your examples of things that collect to collect. (laughs) Um, But I guess I'll start with one that I guess I've been working on technically for the longest, um, just because of the nature of the media and when it was released. I have a small but pretty pretty comprehensive collection of just uh, physical carts of all of the original Pokemon games. I have every single... Every single Pokemon game for the um, the Game Boy and the Game Boy Advance and all and the DS, uh, except for like the Mystery Dungeon ones, I don't have those. 
but like every single main game, so red, blue, yellow, gold, silver, crystal, um, uh, ruby, sapphire, emerald, diamond, pearl, platinum, black, white, black two, white two, X, Y, omega, ruby, alpha, sapphire, sun, moon, ultra sun, and ultra moon. So I've got all of those. And yeah, yeah. Well, so it obviously it started when because that was the the Pokemon Blue was the first video game that I ever owned. Um, So just by virtue of owning and playing the games, I've I started that collection. And then once um, the DS kind of rolled around and uh, the idea of the digital downloads became a thing, I was torn. I'm like, well, it'd be easier. I could just have them all on my my um, my DS at once so I could just pick whatever but i decided that i'm going to get the physical carts just so that way i can go through and and have that collection and it has that little extra sentimental value um so that's that's kind of one thing that i collect um i uh i've I've been playing that series since i was oh gosh um okay it came out in 90 98 so i guess that would have made me seven so um i guess uh we'll throw it over to brian brian what's uh what's something that you collect Ooh, fuck the order. I love it. Um, we, I, so my most prolific collection is probably books, just like a random amount of books. But I guess that's not really a collection because it's not like a specific amount. Because I have many different sets of collectibles in books. I like, I have a whole bunch of old school photography books. Um, whenever I can find them, I get them. I even get the ones that are like, how to make $20,000 a month doing photography. And they're all bullshit. Um, I get, gosh, I'm, I'm, I'm having to look away from my mic so I can look at my collection. But I think um, my best collection of books is Dungeons and & Dragons and Pathfinder. I have a complete set of all the official 3.5 um, D&D books. And I have a huge collection of Pathfinder books. Um, most of my Pathfinder collection has gone digital since on about three or four years ago, but I still have a giant shelf full of Pathfinder books. And I, I can admit, I have books I've never actually used in the game because I just get them. And I have read them, um, and I, I love reading game system books, so I just have a huge collection of them. I mean, I have ones I've never used, so I think that fits into being in a collection because I literally have them just to have them. Yeah, I'd say that fits in the collection. I thought you were going to talk about all your shirts that you collect because you've always had the best shirts. I've never thought of that as a collection before, but it's true. I, I when I when I see a shirt, I, I I actively look for nerdy shirts and I get them. Like right now, I'm wearing my my loot crate shirt where it's all the zombies walking down with a little talk bubble that says brains, and then there's another little lonely zombie in the corner. Um, with his with his hands on his chin, um, and he has a little talk bubble that says sandwich. <laughs> He's a sad zombie that just wants I a like sandwich. I like that shirt. I like that. Yeah, I agree with Erica. You have some of the coolest nerd shirts. Thank you. Right. Right. You got I, me I know, one of my favorite I ha- nerd shirts. I helped uh, create that collection, just saying. Oh, I think person. all of my friends have at some point. All right, I, Mike. I, I, uh, yeah. so, yeah. Sorry, Bri. I was, I, 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 um, um, my, yeah. Michael, what about you? What do you collect? Yeah, yeah. Thank you for being an awesome host, Erica. You rock. <laughs> You're a great host. Uh, uh, collections. Uh, I do. I collect a, a few things. Uh, one that like kind of jumps out 
is everything. No. Um, one, uh, like the one thing that I really did, like jumps to mind that I collect, I don't have a lot of them right now, but is uh, Zippo lighters. I actually, coll- I actually yeah. try, I try and collect Zippo, uh, Zip, the Zippo windproof lighters. And I like it, Zippo lighters. I, I love Zippo lighters. Um, when, when I was a kid, my parents used to smoke and my dad always had, um, a Zippo lighter in his pocket and I just thought it was like I didn't want to smoke I just thought they were really cool and then as I got older I like started looking into like the history and how they were and how they're made and I just fell in love with them and then all the designs on them um, and I got one that my dad had that broke and I found out about the the uh, company Zippo's company policy which is you send us your lighter doesn't matter if you if it was bought in 1920 and 1930 or if it was bought last week we will fix it for free oh I didn't know that yes all you have to do is to pay to ha- pay to send it to them and I think it's like four bu- four or five bucks and then they send it back to you for free um, and they said and they state if they can't fix it they will send you uh, a brand new lighter back okay. along with the with the old with the broken one that another company, another company that does that is Jansport backpacks. Yeah, I was surprised to find that one out. Yeah, Jansport backpacks. You can take them to any store that sells Jansport backpacks, and they'll give you a new backpack and send it back to Jansport. Huh? Oh. Yeah. You basically yeah. never have to buy a new one, which That's is awesome. awesome. I didn't know that until I met my wife, and because she loves Jansport backpacks. She loves them. Wow. You know, I like Zippo lighters too. I used to have a collection of them. But then I just kept losing them, and it was pointless. Yeah, I, I I keep mine. I I don't ever want to lose mine. What's the thing is that's cool is when you get your they'll send you like little information pamphlets back when you get your lighter, and one of them is a little wallet card, and it tells you how they mark their how their the marking system they use to mark what years your lighters were made in because they've changed their marking system like four times since they were created. And so you can look at any. So with that that wallet card, you can look at any Zippo lighter and tell people what year they were made. And that's so like a, that's a crazy thing I never even thought of. Zippo yeah. lighters. People really. I mean, I I think I had like three at one point, but again, I I lost them because I used yeah. to smoke, and you know that that's a terrible thing. That's so okay. <laughs> it's okay. But, I grew up around uh, smokers. It doesn't bother me. Well. Yeah, I'm glad I don't anymore. But um, but I would always lose them, and and I love them because they just they always worked no matter what. It wasn't like the oh, little yeah. lighters, and Plus, I never thought of that as a collection. But you're right, that's pretty. Oh cool. yeah, totally. Uh, I started my collection with uh, a brass cased one. It was brass on the outside, and it said uh, "Eat, Ride, Sleep" on it. And what really is like, I was like, man, these could really be collectibles is because I got it from uh, a friend of mine who he got it from a pastor who passed away. And uh, it was a guy who stayed in a family or in his family's rental home. And when the guy passed away, he had no family. So they were going through his things, donating his stuff to the church he was at and like other things. And then he had a Zippo, co- like he had a, not a Zippo collection. He just had a lighter collection. He collected lighters and he had a, a really nice, that nice Zippo. And my friend took it. He's like, well, you know, these were his. I'm going to take them. And he took care of them. Like, he kept the collection and everything. And when I saw the lighter, I was like, that's a really, I was like, I love Zippos. That's a really cool lighter. And he handed it to me and he says, just promise you'll never get rid of it. And that's how Aww. my collection started. That's awesome. I, I, I found one of my old Zippo lighters in um, my desk drawer the other day. And I had it out on my desk. And my husband was like, I didn't know you had a Zippo. I was like, <laughs> well, I've had lots of them. I just don't know where they all are anymore. <laughs> Um, like my the the two that I'm, I really like a friend of mine got one in Portland for me. It has uh, 
the insignia for the USS Valley Forge on it. She found it in a thrift shop. And my other one, and another one I have is a replica of a 1950s one. So it doesn't have a dented bottom. It's nice and flush and flat. And he oh, bought okay. it's a it's an anniversary edition one they had in brass. And my friend got it for me at the Army Commissary in Korea. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. So I have a, I have a few really neat ones. I have the the one my grandpa got for his 25 years of service to the company he retired from. And I have the one my mom got for her birthday and stuff. So, so Zippos have been around me for a while. Yeah, it sounds like you have a really, like, connection with them. That's awesome. Yeah, well, it's a big family connection for me. That's I think that's one reason why I really like to collect them. So, but Erica, honestly, you know, that's that's something I really like to collect out of all the out of the many things you ask my wife. There's too many. <laughs> but what about you? What is, what's something you collect? I've actually always been curious. Um. Well, I collect. Um, I have to say, my biggest, most important collection are my vinyl records, and I've been collecting them since high school. So, and you would think that I have like a ton of them, but I probably only have about 200, but, um, only, so, yeah, only yeah. she's yeah, a very I picky my grandfather's collector. collection. 200 is only, but 200, I bet you every single one of those is like handpicked. Like she's probably really picky about what, what goes into the oh. collection. Oh, absolutely. I don't just go, Oh, a vinyl. I'll buy. No, no, it's, I have, um, Every single David Bowie album on vinyl, uh, including Ten Machine, Holy which shit. is um, I have and and actually one of my prize vinyls that I listen to a lot, I got um, from uh, Chris Brian's stepdad, uh, David Bowie Changes, and I, it's still I still prize it. So I'll never forget when he said she can have it. I was like, wow. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh my god, are you serious? <laughs> So, um, but yeah, no, I have every single David Bowie album on vinyl. I have every Tom Petty album on vinyl, which just became relevant. So, um, whether he's here or he's gone to the next level, you know, honestly, Tom Petty has always mattered. He's yeah. always been relevant in my book. Something absolutely cr- well, Matt hates Tom Petty, but that's beside the point. Okay, what is wrong with I you, good sir? I, I, what is I, wrong with you, no, good okay. sir? Okay, hate, hate is a very strong word. I and just that's why she used it. What? No, if given the opportunity, I would it, it, between Tom Petty and something else, the something else usually wins. But eh. <laughs> I, I, I have to kind of go along with the. I can't listen to Tom Petty. I think Tom Petty's great. I, I enjoyed the songs that I've heard. It's just I have a personal Tom Petty experience that makes me unable to really listen to Tom Petty. So when I was in high school, we had a little bit of family drama, and I had to move out of the house for a little bit. And I stayed with a friend of the family who was obsessed with Tom Petty. And um, he would get off. I was staying in a cabin and he and we were in the mountains and there was no TV. And he would come home and dress up in an out in like a Tom Petty outfit and pull out his guitar with the microphone holder and everything and just play Tom Petty songs for a solid two hours straight. You murdered him, right? And he played. Uh, Last Dance with Mary Jane, like 500 times over a summer. Wow. Oh, Jesus Christ. There are a lot better songs than that. I mean, that's a that's a pretty good song. That's a great song, but he could have done something else. Yeah, so I There are a lot better Tom Petty songs. I can't really listen to Tom Petty. It's not that I hate hate him or anything. It's just like... It reminds me of killing a guy. (laughs) You have have PTSD from... (laughs) from, 
Yeah, from killing a guy, basically. <laughs> well, I that being said, I consider that to be a really cool summer. That was a an odd thing to have to do for an entire summer. Yeah. Um, yeah cabin in the sure. mountains, that's not well, so bad. The, the guy that I was staying with, he had just gotten divorced, and he was in a little bit of a weird place. So we were, and he would come home from work and make, um, make Thai food and play Tom Petty songs. And it was the first time I ever had Thai food. And I've been oh, in love wow. with Thai food ever since. Okay, so you hate Tom Petty, love Thai food. Okay, that works. I don't hate Tom Petty. I just can't <laughs> listen to it. I hate the Eagles. Well, okay, okay. We're not going down there because I also have all the Eagles albums as well. <laughs> hey, the Eagles. Brian just has problems. So, <laughs> so what are we just saying that Brian hates every collection of vinyl that you've got? At the band, any band He's that you have? Hit. No, he loves Bowie. He does not hate Tool. I have every Tool album as well on vinyl. If he hated Um, Tool, I'd been like, what? Yeah. Have you heard heard about that cool device that the guy had on Shark Tank? No. No. It's a little box. You set your vinyl down on a surface, and then you put the box on top of the vinyl, and it scoots itself around the vinyl, and it plays it. Ah, So like a reverse record player. Yeah, and it, it can connect to Bluetooth. Oh my god! That's, no, okay. that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my. Well, I had a fun before we got derailed. Um, <laughs> I actually had a really awesome Tom Petty experience because um, about a month before he died, uh, my friend Marcus and I were chit chatting. And he was like, uh, he's like, man, I'm thinking about going to see Tom Petty, you know, uh, tomorrow. And I was like, oh, where? He's like down in Cincinnati. I was like, great. Let me see if I can find a sitter. I'll go with you. He's like, well, I don't know if I'm actually going. I was like, well, you know, let me know if you are. So the next day, the show was at seven o'clock. The next day at three o'clock, he texts me and he goes, all right, I'm going. I got the tickets. I was like, oh. let me see if I can find a babysitter. (laughs) So I did. My mother-in-law watched the girls and it was just a spur of the moment. Like it wasn't planned for months in advance. It was just like, Hey, you want to, you want to go see him? And we did. And it was really great. It was an amazing show. Uh, In fact, I think Amelia was with you, Bri, wasn't she? And I called and I talked to you. Yeah. Amelia was with me that week. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was, it was crazy. And I'm so glad we just like randomly decided we were going to go because like what two month month two months later he died of a heart attack out of the blue, and I'm like what the fuck so, but yeah no I I have uh, a large vinyl collection and it's very eclectic so I even have like a. I have tons of Madonna. I have George Michael. I have Cindy Lauper. I have Fleetwood Mac. I have The Cars. I have uh, one of my favorite albums is I have the soundtrack for the uh, movie Heavy Metal and uh, stuff like. That. I mean, I've I've got so much stuff. So. Do you have Goonies? No, I do not. I do not have the Goonies soundtrack. <laughs> I do, however, believe it or not, I have a Peter and the Wolf vinyl. Where Peter and the Wolf is read by David Bowie. I'm just saying. That's really cool. <laughs> it is really one of those rare things, but you know, I, I have also I have jazz, I have everything. 
Well, not everything, everything, but I, but, but Brian's right. I do only have like 200 albums, but every single one of them was handpicked. It's not just like a, oh, sure, I'll get this. So, all right. So. Now you, you just saying that you, you picked through stacks for hours and hours, finding the ones you wanted. Absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> for like years. Like that, that's a whole af- a Saturday afternoon. If I don't have kids and stuff, I'll just go down to like, you know, Goodwill, secondhand stores, record stores. I mean, it just depends. Some of my stuff is brand new. Some of it is um, old. Well, you know, it just it just depends. Like, I think my my prize jewel is I have a sealed copy of Fleetwood R- Mac Rumors. No so, way, you do not. Oh yeah, never been open. So, but yeah, yeah. I every single vinyl is handpicked. So, oh my god. <laughs> no, so, that, that Fleetwood Mac one has me floored because I love Fleetwood Mac. Oh, I have all sorts of Fleetwood Mac, but mm-hmm. I have so uh, I have a copy of Rumors that I listen to, and then I have a copy of Rumors the the one that's sealed. When I found it sealed, I was like, nope, <laughs> this is sitting right here. That makes you a collector right there. Yeah, and and I bought it for fifteen bucks. You, really? Oh, yeah, that, that I had person. no idea what they had. I was like, oh, you know, I'll give you fifteen for this. Okay. Yeah, sure. I only have it marked for ten. <laughs> yeah. So I I know. It's so weird. No, um Go ahead. My, sorry. I was gonna say my dad has every single Steve Ray Vaughan album on original pressing vinyl. Ooh, oh, nice. that's yeah. That's pretty good. I wish I had been alive when he or in concert going condition when he was still around because apparently from what I've heard they are the they were the tightest band to see in person. Stevie Ray Vaughan and Double Trouble was a gift from Jesus. I mean he was an amazing guitar player. He just his sound, what he loved to do and how he advanced, you know, basically fusion music because he was he was really hard like rock riffs and everything with good blues. Uh, uh, work and vocal and it just oh I, my he was my dad was his biggest fan and my i grew up listening to him because my dad would always he when the cd started coming out of his stuff my dad got all his cds he would record like tv appearances where he did like uh small concerts he did uh my dad's been like went to his concert like my dad is a tough guy like he was big construction guy tough the day they they announced on the radio that stevie ravon died my dad had to pull the car over on the side of the road and cry wow dad- I I did that when I heard David Bowie died. I cried and cried for like weeks. Yeah. I was devastated. This is the second time Michael's talked about Stephen Ra- Stevie Ray Vaughan on the podcast, and I don't think I mentioned it the first time. I have never l- heard a darn thing he's done. Oh what? my god! No, that's no, no. Right, I'm pulling it up. Pull, pulling up a song on YouTube right now. <laughs> he's no. the only person I can confidently say did Voodoo, uh, Voodoo Child better than Jimi Hendrix. I've he's, never heard that song before. He's amazing. I mean, he's, oh my god, uh, such unbelievable talent. In a bad mood, he makes you feel better. As far as that's all I can say. Yeah. Can I just say the way that Brian started out that that whole interjection? He said Stephen instead of Stevie, and for whatever reason, I just imagine uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan just in really formal wear. It's like, hello, my name is Stephen Raymond. <laughs> Oh, my name is Stephen Raymond Vaughn. Yeah. I'm here uh, for my you... interview. <laughs> I'm all about accounting. <laughs> uh, she used to be a rocker. So, That's the old me. So let's do the round robin again. 
But let's yeah. actually do it in order this time, Matt. I don't know what I don't know what the order is. I I'm, the, know. I'm the guest. You're, you're a non-Facebook person. You don't get our notes. It's just it's Matt, Michael, Brian, Erica. So Matt, that's not what even is what it is on the thing. Well, okay, so <laughs> um All right, I, no, Matt, Matt, Michael, Erica, Brian. Sorry, I yeah, actually I was gonna that. say that's not what the thing says. <laughs> <laughs> so you oh did know God. it, okay, you okay, liar. Okay. Everybody stop. Everybody stop. <laughs> Matt, what is your opinion on digital collecting versus hands-on collecting? No, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. No, 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 it no, it's not. Um I think that um that especially moving forward, digital collections are going to be something that people can be just as proud of or just as involved in as folks who collect Zippos or vinyls or T-shirts and things like that. I mean, if we're going to take a look at a digital collection uh, to get an idea, um, I have 167 games on Steam and I played, oh gosh, I don't even know, probably a quarter of that. Or if we're talking about, like you said in the beginning, you know, digital collectible card games like Hearthstone or, or Gwent or um, Shadowverse, things like that. Uh, I think that people are going to be spent, have spent a significant amount of time and money collecting them. Now, one thing that I will say about a digital collection is that I, I don't know if as much, and, and feel free to jump in on this, I don't know if there's as much effort involved in in doing a digital collection as it is just straight up money. Um, I, th- because- I think it depends. Like, like I collect stuff for certain characters on Overwatch, you know, and it's either, you know, having, spending the time to grind through the loot boxes to get the things you want or the money to get the things you want, you know, the in-game money. Or you can just spend regular money and hope that you get it. So uh, Yeah, well, lo- loot boxes are a completely separate animal entirely. <laughs> Because that's just straight up gambling. No, I mean, it's the same thing with Hearthstone. You buy a pack. You don't know what you're getting in the pack. No, right. I'm not saying that it's not. Well, I I actually, I have a point here. Um, Hearthstone, I used to discount it as real collecting. I used to be snobby about it and be like, it's not really collecting. And then I realized what happens. So Hearthstone has custom card packs. In, in addition to the packs, you can get custom card backs. And you can get... You can reskin the characters. Yes. And okay. I see where you're going with this. Some like of the this. reskins and some of the card back you can't get unless you go to a con or something. And recently, they released a custom skin called Mimsy, which is a cute little gnome. Oh warlock. God! With the most annoying emotes ever. And they did it so you could only get it at a Hearthstone fireside get um, gathering, and people were traveling hundreds of miles. To get a, re, a to get a new skin of a character in a in a digital game, and it created a problem because someone immediately found out that you could download an app to spoof your GPS coordinates on your phone. So you would go to a pizza place where someone was having a fireside gathering, and ten people would show up, and you'd go to everyone would go to log in, and it would say room is full because five thousand people are from all over the world are going into that fireside gathering using a GPS spoofer. And they're not at that pizza place at all. And people were up in arms to Blizzard going, how dare you make this possible? Because I traveled 200 miles and I wasn't even able to get 
the digital skin that's in a digital game that is just a cosmetic feature in the game. People went nuts. And that, people, yeah. And so digital collection collecting is just as viable as as um, physical collecting because people, the passion people go over it, that people were like seriously angry over this fuck up. I guess that's really what makes any type of a collection worthwhile is just the fact it doesn't matter what it is. It could be the dumbest thing in the world to somebody. But if it has meaning and you have passion and you enjoy collecting and, and owning and, and doing all the stuff involved with the collection, I think that's really what gives it its, its value. There's nothing necessarily intrinsic about it. It's just what you make of it. Yeah, I remember yeah. how hard I worked to get all the classic Morlocks so I could get the the Morlock um, legendary, I was like, I want this. And it's a card I never use. Well, it's unfortunately, old Merc is delegated to wild only now. Wild, I really sad play wild. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but still, I never use it. But I worked really hard to get that legendary. And and that was my point. You can you can put a lot of money into something or or you can, you know, work hard at it. But it's it's saying you're throwing money at digital stuff and it being different than hands-on stuff. You have to throw money at whatever you're collecting. I mean, either way. Yeah, even if it's just time is money. Yeah, exactly. Like you're spending hours and hours grinding through something. So, I think for for me the biggest thing, the difference between digital and hands-on collecting is with hands-on collecting, you have to find it. There's not just generally a place where you're like, oh, "I know I can go right here to get it." You know, like I have a friend Marcus who collects toys, action figures. Um, and he takes that super seriously so like i think it's the first two first and third tuesday of every month the stores get their new toys i mean and he goes in to walmart at like midnight on monday because he knows they're putting the new toys on the shelves or you know target or toys r us he hits like all the all the places you could get toys because some you know target has this toy you know specifically or hot topic is doing that with funkos cuz i collect funkos too um and you know certain ones you can only get at like hot topic and stuff like that so i think that's the biggest difference for me for the digital versus hands-on is actually having to put the effort to go out there. The internet makes things easier because you can figure out where things should be at least, but he's been, he's been going to toy stores at all hours of the night since we were in high school. He's been doing it for like 20 years. It's crazy. I, I used to work with a guy. Uh, he's, he's the first time I've ever ran into a hardcore toy collector. Like we talk about his collection and then I, I get a text from him at 1 a.m. when I'm just getting off work. And he's like, yeah, got off at midnight, decided to swing by that 24-hour Walgreens, found this. And he sends me a picture of the new Elite Black Series Obi-Wan Kenobi that's half Force Ghost, so it's half clear. And he's like, yeah, picked up two, really awesome. Also, found this for you. And he got me a uh, uh, the, uh, the, 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 the smash-up heroes, ones where you can take them apart and mismatch the parts. Oh, Boba yeah? Boba oh, that's cool. He got me the Fet Man, and I'm just so like, and that's so he's like my like, and he well, he's he ordered a, a hyper posable Wolverine from Japan, and when he found out that they discontinued the cigar that that Wolverine came with, he made his own cigar to give his Wolverine. 
because the, oh, wow. the hand is molded to hold a cigar. Wow. And I'm like, dude, this is amazing. Also, you you are a collector. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I want to avoid saying you have a problem because his collection is so cool. And he doesn't just, like, box them. He will take majority of his collections out. And he'll display them up on in his shelves and stuff. And, like, a lot of his Star Wars stuff, he'll buy two of. So he can keep one in the box and put one on display. Yeah, that's what Marcus does. He he takes them out and he like creates all these scenes, with all these superheroes and villains. Like they're not just standing on the shelf, like staring at you. They're like fighting each other and stuff <laughs> on like these giant bookcases because he's been collecting these for I mean for for as long as I've known him, and yeah. he has fucking buku buku. He had he had an entire basement with bookshelves and stuff that had all of his collection out at one point. Damn. I yeah, my, actually you were mentioning that Marcus does the stores in the morning thing. So in LA, actually in a in a place called Walnut out here, there is a thing called Frankensons that happens every weekend where it's like a weekend toy fair where all the different retailers go and do like a do like um like a mini convention. And they do it every single weekend and every single Wednesday. Well, if you go to that, like, at the crack of dawn when it first opens, you can get stuff before the stores get it. Wow. Yeah, Frankenstein's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, it, may, it, may, it may get him wanting to travel to do it at least once or twice because Frankenstein's is pretty awesome. Uh, Marcus has no life but work, so he doesn't really travel unless it's for a concert. But then he does, like, crazy-ass shit, like, get off work at, like... Uh, no, probably like seven o'clock at night, drive all the way to like fucking Pennsylvania to watch Pearl Jam and then drive the entire way and be back home by seven in the morning. Like he stays up for 36, 48 hours straight, you know, working and then going to concerts and like he, I, I don't know how he survives. Like, he still does it to this day. Like, he texted me the other day. He's like, hey, he's like, in March, uh, there's this band called The Midnight that we both really like. Um, And they're having, like, a show in Chicago, like a little hole-in-the-wall bar. And he's like, you want to go? And I was like, yes, but is this going to be, like, one of those, like, drive six hours to Chicago, have it see a show, and then drive six hours back? Because I don't know if I can do that. (laughs) So... But you have you have such a great collection of experiences because of being a, because of all that you've done. I mean, you've been to more concerts than most people I know. Oh yeah, well, it's because I love concerts. I guess that is that a collection. Can you collect concerts? You can collect experiences, yeah. which is one of the things I wanted to bring up. Is I, I was thinking about what we collect, and you're going to totally agree with this, Erica. I collect stories. Oh, you do. That is true. That yeah. is absolutely true. Uh, one of my, fa- I, I mean, ha- Michael, Michael has been part of this where I've told, I've told the story about how Michael and I've met to many people because yep. it's great. And people because are like, we oh, were, that's how you met? <laughs> yeah, we were in the martial arts class and he, he told, he told me, a, he told, he was telling me in like detail an entire episode of the Big Bang Theory. And, and you're still <laughs> friends? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I he kid, was like, I "Did kid. you see the new episode?" And he starts acting out the episode, and I'm like, "Holy crap!" <laughs> and yeah, it, it's the episode where um, it, where Shelton gave Amy a tiara. 
And I I have it. I, every time I see the episode, I imagine Michael acting out the episode because it's of tiara, that. It's a tiara. Put it on me. Put it on me. Put it on me. <laughs> you know that I'm now that I think about it, Brian, all the I, I go to less concerts now than I used to. But every single concert I went to, I collected something, whether it was like guitar picks that the band threw out or their set list or a poster or a T-shirt. Every single concert I go to, I collect something. I have a collection of every ticket of every concert I've ever been to. I have the tickets, too, yeah. Except when they're virtual tickets, and then I have to print them out. And I have every badge for every convention I've ever been to. That's cool. Um, I also have a button collection. I, um, what, uh, do we have any collections that we don't know about as friends? Cause like I collect, I don't think any of you know that I collect little magnetic bubble magnets. What you do? Yeah. I have, um, I have a whole bunch of white zombie ones and a whole bunch of ones with like random things that I like. One of them has a cassette tape to represent music. One of them has a camera. What do you mean bubble magnets? Yeah. I was going to say, I'm not sure if I understand that. It's a little glass bubble with a picture underneath with a magnet pa- pasted to the back. Oh, cool. Yeah, no, and I, 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 I have a file cabinet, and it's on there. I don't oh, know. Oh, I didn't know you collected them. I always knew you had them. Uh, it's a small collection. Like I, I, I mean, I collect collections because I have a small collection of pop figures. And Do you I remember? A... Do you remember when I told you that your mom collected teapots and you had no fucking idea? Yep, yep. And <laughs> Erica, Erica grabs me and pulls me into the room filled with teapots, and I'd never noticed it before. The and, entire living room is filled with teapots. Like, and, all the shelves built into the wall, all these different teapots. And I was like, what, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, you know what I got her for Christmas? What did you get her? I got her a zero teapot. What is that? Oh, no, no. Sandro got her a zero teapot. I got her a Jack Skellington teapot. Sandro got her zero. Oh, from the Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. Yep. yep. And zero is awesome. It's a super long teapot. It's like, it looks like zero. It's great. It has the nose and everything really super long. It doesn't have the uh, the Rudolph nose. It's just zero. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So cool. Sandro got her zero. I got her Jack Skellington because I had already gotten her a Christmas present. I got a giraffe toilet paper holder. But um, has she received it and or will be listening to the podcast? She does not listen to the podcast. I say fuck too much. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, mom we're not, we're, not Chris- like cursing. You cannot curse her own mom. She Christmas spoilers. Um, yeah. My mom collects teapots like a crazy amount. And, I, and it was and she'd been doing it for years and I had no clue. I was like, what are you going to get mom for Christmas? And Erica's like a teapot. And I'm like, why? Yeah. We have yeah. a teapot. And she's like, because she collects them. And I'm like, she does? No, she doesn't. And Erica goes, look, go, go into the living room with me. And we go in the living room, and it's like wall-to-wall teapots. And I'm like, I can't believe I never noticed that before. And it's like, at least 50. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was hilarious. I was like, did, did, how, did, this is your mother. How did you not know this? How is this getting past you? <laughs> Um, And that year I did. I got her a teapot that looks like an armchair with like a little doggy wrapped up on or like sleeping on the chair. Now, I haven't been friends with you as long as Erica has, Matt. Do you have any collections she doesn't know about? Uh, Honestly, no, I don't have I don't really collect a whole bunch of stuff. Um, I usually T-shirts. Not even that much. I just have a bunch of T-shirts that I like. 
<laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, it's sort of like me. I didn't even realize it was a collection. Until right, yeah. I, she mentioned it, and I turned around, and I was like, oh, it really is. It's like, wow, I have I, I have a lot of nerdy t-shirts. You right. know what my favorite shirt I bought you was, Brian? No. The, sa- the Samurai shirt was my favorite shirt I ever bought you. Oh, I love that shirt. That shirt is so great. I it 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 fits pretty tight, but I still wear it sometimes. So I got Brian this t-shirt and it's a samurai and it's got like this dotted line and he's like cutting the dotted line. And then in Japanese, it says cut here. (laughs) Yeah, right across his stomach. And I went into the I Love Japan store and the guy working at the counter just started cracking up looking at my shirt. And I went, this is the best experience ever. (laughs) Because I was like, you know what it says? And he's like, it says cut online. And that's hilarious. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, I, I think I, I Michaels, Michaels was the one I didn't know about. I didn't know he collected Zippos. Yeah, I didn't know, but I've only known Michael for like half a year. I've known Michael for, for 10 you. years, and I didn't know that. I've yeah. known him for how long have we been recording for? <laughs> <laughs> about an hour. Yeah, about an hour. About, about an hour now, so I didn't know either. <laughs> about an hour. Do Sorry, I, I have anything play, that you thing. don't know about Brian? Did you just ask me if you have anything that I don't know about? Totally did. (laughs) Yes, Erica, you collect um, salt and pepper shakers, and I didn't know. (laughs) What? It'd be hilarious if I was right. (laughs) Matt, Matt he knows all the things I have in my house. I don't know. My vinyls and my Funko Pops, which are mostly at work. And then... You collect the most awesome mermaid paintings in the world. There only is one, and you have it. Right. I do. <laughs> I love that painting. You I, used to collect fairies. Uh, no. See, I used I used to collect a particular type of fairy, and it was the, the metal fairies with the glass wings because I always thought they were super cool. And I bought, like, two of them and then the next thing i know everybody bought me fairies like every type of fairy like they could buy me you know and, we, what i'm hearing well, is buy erica fairies yes you know, you know listeners we're gonna get a p.o box and put it up on the facebook page <laughs> <laughs> you're only no, allowed to send stuff to erica and as long as that stuff is fairies it's fine and it doesn't matter if they're just the metal ones with the wings it could be any kind a- of fairy any fairy all yeah. the fairies yes all the also, fairies. Also Smurfs. Smurfs count as fairies. Feel free to send her those too. <laughs> so anyways, um, actually I might be interested in collecting Smurfs now. It might be a thing. But um, no, like my dad bought me like all the fairies and my mom. And, like everybody just kept buying me fairies. And, and I didn't have the heart to tell anybody that I only like this particular type of fairy. So I always smiled and said, thank you. So, yeah. Um, we can't talk about collections without mentioning your dad. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, uh, my dad, the Data Dragon, um, my my dad collects, like, all media that he possibly can when it comes to movies and TV shows. He doesn't do music so much. Um, but, yeah, if he can if he can get his hands on it, he collects it. it it's and the weirdest thing. In he comic still book. has his comic book collection from when he was a kid with like thousands of comics and he still pads it with digitals. Thousands and thousands and thousands of comics. Yes, he has. So like, you know, the comic boxes, like no less than 
17 of those like stuffed to the brim like and he has all of them in perfect little sleeves and uh, he has all sorts of comics and stuff so yeah and that's what's left because he had a bunch of comics stolen uh when we moved the military moved us and they hired people to move you and he had like i think he had like 10 comic boxes stolen like at one point so you have like a single car garage. At one point, a whole quarter of that garage was nothing but comic book boxes filled with comics. What What are those dragons he has? What are they called? Pocket, Pocket dragons. dragons. Mm-hmm. Dad does not collect those anymore. I he know. He's giving them away to his children now, slowly but surely. And I think it just, he... He gave my mom the teacher. Oh, did he? And it's one of the rarer ones, Yeah, yeah. I, I love the pop- pocket dragons. I grew up with the pocket dragons. They don't make them anymore. There's just the there are these adorable little cartoon dragons that were made in England during the 90s, and they're just so cute. They're they're similar. There's a new series that's very similar to the pocket dragons. It's the little skeletons that are wearing costumes. Oh, really? Yeah, you, they're they're cute little skeletons, and they're wearing costumes, and they're playing let's pretend in their costumes. So they're, they're, there's a there's one in a dragon, there's one in a dinosaur, there's one as a scientist, there's one as a oh. teddy bear. They're really cute, and they're they're real similar to the pocket dragons. Um, we we are out of time, um, and we have to describe a movie badly. So let's discuss this. What are we going to describe? Mm, we're what movie we're not trying badly. to describe movies that someone hasn't seen anymore on the podcast. We're just picking a movie that would be fun to describe badly to make it easier on everybody. Mm. Breakfast Club? Have we done oh. the Breakfast Club? We have uh, not done the Breakfast no. Club. No, we have not. I, I, um, who wants to take this? Who, who's seen it the most? Michael? I, I haven't seen it. Oh, that's even better. Um, yeah, I've, I've seen it a few times. I enjoy it. How would you describe it badly? How would oh, I describe oh. it badly? Well, maybe Michael isn't the best person to describe it right now because of his background noise. <laughs> no, we're good. We're good. We're okay. Good. They they shuffled on out. Like I finally get my. I finally have like a room where I can record. And then all of a sudden, comes in and is like, "Hey, so how are you? What you doing?" And it's like, "Hey, hey, hey, guys. There's no lock on the door." So sounds like you got to get one of those like hand deadbolt things where you just go. Well, I'm actually going to take the lock off of my daughter's bathroom and put it on the, the spare bedroom door and then put the one, the spare bedroom door lock and put it on hers because where the, it's a, she has two doors in for her bathroom. Yeah, and it's never good for children to have locks on bathrooms. They have a tendency to lock themselves inside the to, bathrooms. Yeah, I've had to pop her lock twice. I just want to get you an Ed 209 from <laughs> RoboCop that just stands there and it's like, halt, human. Firing in three seconds if anybody walks in the room. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. I would be so happy with that. All right, back to the Breakfast Club, Michael. Okay, Go. back to the Okay, so Breakfast Club. So, does anybody remember what state it was in? Illinois. Yeah, it was Illinois. Illinois. So it's a cold, cold morning in, in Illinois when several high school students, all from different cliques apparently, uh, walk into their high school on a saturday it's the, they have saturday school and the whole movie is about how i think it's their vice principal i've seen this movie like 18 times i never figure out what he is <laughs> yeah, i'm not kidding he's their vice principal Seriously. yeah yeah he's their vice their vice principal and he, he's a douchebag he's a, he's a total dick and he tells them they have to all write reports and it's all due by the end of class and then they it's the whole movie is just about them 
figuring out who they are and who they're and who the people are around them and then just sit there and one's a psychopath one's a princess one's a brain one's a jock they're all gonna end up being web designers that's all, all right I'm, gonna I'm gonna take my crack out of that breakfast club is about this misfit girl who steals the wallets of a whole bunch of girls a whole bunch of kids at her school and then she imagines that she goes to detention with these kids and becomes friends with them completely and totally in her head because she's super lonely and she invents the entire scenario. Holy shit, that's even better. That's awesome. That is the best. Based on the contents of their wallets that she that, stole. That would be interesting. And then she and she falls asleep on the ride home. Well, if you think about Listen, it, it's kind of weird. Don't forget about it, me. It's kind of a weird situation because, first off, it's Saturday detention. Who, which vice principal, what vice principal in the history of the vice principals would get this job? I mean, did he do something wrong? Um, My vice then, principals had to do Saturday detention. And then um, the other thing is, is she didn't, she just voluntarily showed up. She wasn't in trouble for anything. She just yeah. was there. Yeah, I know. That's hey. weird. She was like, I didn't get, she's like, I, nothing happened. I just, I was bored. So I came and it's like, what? Yeah. And they completely, That's what I was totally, like, you're a they completely stole that in Spider-Man: Homecoming. Yeah, I. Oh yeah. They, oh, she. They did. Yeah, they. They. Um. They made all the people, all the teens in that movie, watch The Breakfast Club. Oh. Because they yeah. were deliberately homaging it. Well, yeah. Oh my gosh! But yeah, because she's like the moment she said she was just there because she like basically had nothing better to do. I was like, okay, now I think you're a psychopath. The pixie sticks on and Fruit Loops on a peanut butter sandwich wasn't good enough. Yeah, I'm. By the way, I'm not. I I didn't make up this theory. It's it's on the internet. I don't know who originally came up with it, but it's it's a yeah. I I like I it. Read, I read film theories. There's crap tons of them. I like that film theory a lot. That is really good. Yeah, John Hughes movies are great. All right, uh, guys. So. Sorry. Go ahead, Michael. My favorite one is Uncle Buck, but, you know, I don't want to cause a tangent here, Erica. Don't want to get yelled at. Yeah. Get yeah. back on track. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, Brian. Yeah. Oh, man, so <laughs> well, nice no, don't. Hear. Don't, because then there's no podcast anymore. It's just 15 <laughs> extra minutes of us just sitting here going. <laughs> <laughs> that. Right. There's that. So let's go into what nerdy stuff are we currently going to do this week? How about we start with you, Matt? Well, I'm going to see Star Wars. I mean, although That's I don't, right. I mean, I don't necessarily know if I'll enjoy it as much as the other people around me. But don't worry, I'll be there to make fun of it. Now. <laughs> That's right. We, Spoiler: we, Vader we, is Luke's father. What? <laughs> oh, oh, I'm not even. I'm. I'm done. I'm leaving. No. Nope. Damn it, Brian! <laughs> you just reminded me of a funny story. God damn it! Yeah, All right, yeah. Michael. It's, go this, for it. This will be your nerdy thing. Go. That's fine with me because I really don't have much else besides the 12 days of Christmas going on. So with I'm in high school uh, when episode three comes out and I'm in my history class and the three history teachers that are right next to each other are all best friends and are all big Star Wars fans. And the history teacher comes in from across the hall holding the novelization to Revenge of the Sith. And he looks at my teacher and he says, oh, my God, this book is amazing. I've only read the first two chapters and it's awesome. Anakin uh, Skywalker is matching Obi-Wan's moves in the in their little fighters. And he says he's doing it through anticipation with the Force. And it's awesome. And he's like, they're doing barrel rolls and they're in sequence. And my history teacher, just apathetic, like no apathy, nothing, just looks up and says, you know he's going to turn into Darth Vader, right? <laughs> and the teacher looks at him. 
looks at the book, throws the book in the trash, and walks out. Oh, my God. Sprints in two seconds later, dusts the book off, says, still going to read it, and runs out. Oh, that's fantastic. And that's why I love I have I have a lot of Star Wars stories involving those history teachers because they were the ones that got our Star Wars club started at our high school. Oh, wow. All right, Brian. What about you? What's your nerdy thing this week? Um, my nerdy thing this week is I'm trying to schedule a double episode. Like for the podcast? Yeah. So we so we record two in the same day. So I'm trying to figure out who can make it to both ones or if I have to get guests or what, because I'm going to be oh. gone on the 30th. Oh, yeah. I'm so, a hard maybe on that one because they ended up having me work at three that day. Yeah, we well, um, who is we ripping have so something? many? Who is ripping I'm, something? I'm going to apologize now because you and then you guys can flog me later. Um, I forgot to wrap Katie's day three, so I'm using this opportunity of alone time to wrap her day three. Yeah, so okay. you mute when you're not fucking yeah! talking. Yeah, <laughs> goddamn Mike, Michael. That that. And I'm also showing you the importance of muting your mic. So, you know, I got I got to give you guys a very proper example. I, you know, it's, it's how the, else are we going to know not what not to do yeah. unless we're, this we're is shouting. something you don't do. I mean, you know, last year I showed, you know, this is why you don't eat while you're on on a mic. Isn't that right, Brian? Yes. You don't <laughs> make slurping sounds or burps on microphone or chew food obnoxiously. <laughs> I still have nightmares about that. The one episode that I decided to post without editing. <laughs> We're doing so good. I'm not going to edit this. Oh, <laughs> don't do it. Oh, God. Oh, Mike. Not, not oh. even in jest. Not even in jest. Yeah. Matt, uh, Brian, Matt you, Brian you, discovered that bleep, you, you discovered that bleep thing for the, re- for the recording. Yeah, you might want to oh, put that in oh, there. Speaking of the bleep, I apologize, listeners, for blowing out your eardrums with the bleep that I didn't check to see how loud it was. Apparently, Heather was listening to the podcast at work, and she had to rip the headphones out of her ears, and her coworkers went, what was that sound? Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's too funny. It's too I funny. Just, I, I, I looked up a tutorial on how to bleep curse words and just followed the tutorial and didn't bother listening back to the bleep after I added it. Well, and I'm bleeping curse words. Half of what I oh, say no, is curse words. Oh, no, it wasn't words. curse words. It's where we work. Don't do it again. Oh. Oh, I didn't. I wasn't going to say it. I'm just saying yeah. that's what it was. Oh. Yes. Or alternatively. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. What you could do is you could just start now. Every Every episode, just bleep out one word. That has that is you know it's just a normal word like bleep out you know somebody says col- a color or something and you just bleep it out and everybody goes wait what what was that what and then it starts this real big conspiracy and then you release the unedited versions and people go well that was fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Today's mystery uh, word is beep. <laughs> <laughs> what Michael doesn't know is that we every time he said the word therefore. What? We bleeped. Banana. <laughs> but well, the secret word is banana. Is the password yeah, Eric, is Erica. Stop, Michael! Shut the fuck up! <laughs> you didn't say it right. Shut you the fuck up, Michael. There we go. Okay. So, my nerdy thing this week is I have been waiting for Star Wars for so long, and I'm so pumped, and as soon as I get off this, I'm going to see Star Wars. So... Bye. Yes. Thank you for listening to Nerd Podcast Radio. This is your host, Kersey Smurf Erica, with special Mikey. Bye, everybody.
<laughs> um, Super Vegan Brian. That was the best Anthony impression ever. Oh, that was amazing. I'm so happy. <laughs> Goodbye, nerds. <laughs> and Senor Carabell. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, everybody. Stay nerdy and stay informed. And stay awesome. And awesome. And awesome. All right, Brian, cut my car. What?